this story is about a great learned master from india he was the 23rd successor of gautam buddha his name was aryan simha a king in south india requested him to come to his court the king himself came bowed down to arya simha touched his feet and said please come to my court to bless us it has been my desire to listen to some sutras of gautam buddha by a man who is a successor of buddha himself so i have been avoiding scholars pandits and professors i have been avoiding them because those sutras that buddha uttered are so precious that only a man who has attained that level of consciousness shall be able to give expression to them arya simha accepted the king's invitation he came to his court with an attendant the king was thrilled it was his dream to one day have a buddha in his court in his palace the whole palace was decorated the whole town was decorated the people of the capital were celebrating but the king was puzzled a little surprised arya simha sat silently not saying a single word and instead the attendant recited the sutras now this was not the purpose at all the king could have found better people to recite the sutras than the attendant he was just an attendant who looked after arya simha and run errands for him a very ordinary man not even a great scholar his grammar was faulty his pronunciation was not exactly at it as it should have been he was an ordinary man the king had accepted arya simha to recite the holy sutras sermons but that was not happening an ordinary attendant was reciting the sermons but out of respect the king kept silent when the sutras were finished he touched the feet of arya simha and said sir enlighten me about this otherwise i will remain puzzled why didn't you recite the sutras arya simha laughed and said what i did not recite the sutras then what else was i doing here the whole time you fool the king was even more puzzled because arya simha had kept quiet he had not said a single word the king said please explain it to me i don't understand i am an ordinary ignorant person i may not know the ways of the buddhas arya simha said i sat silently breathing in and breathing out that was my sutra what else is there in life breathe in 
breathe out be alert aware when i breathed in i was aware when i breathed out i was aware it was all awareness what else is a sutra awareness if you had observed and listened to the rhythm of my breathing you would have understood i have recited it words are one way to recite it breathing silently but with full awareness is another way and a far better way i have been very expressive today i gave you practical demonstration knowing that you have been waiting for so long i thought why not give you the real thing breathing is at the core of our life by and by you will be able to see each mood is reflected in your breathing so your breathing is never natural because there is some mood or another mood when you are angry the anger changes your breathing let the breathing remain as it was before you became angry and then try to be angry it will be impossible the breathing has to change first through breathing the body changes the mind first affects the breathing natural breathing means there is no mood which means there is no mind neither anger nor greediness there is no lust or no jealousy no love or no hate no mind means no mind in that state of no mind the breathing is natural then there is a song to it a totally different quality to it it is pure life the flame is without smoke such breathing is only possible in a state of deep meditative yoga and arya simha had demonstrated this state of breathing to the king but the king was not able to observe it he had missed it the king felt sorry how much he had missed due to his lack of observation he missed it the great yogi was giving practical demonstration of the sutras of the sermons and he simply couldn't observe the king had known something strange was happening but had not been able to recognize it he started crying he said i have missed it why didn't you tell me before now i know there was something and i had even felt it but my consciousness my observation is not so developed and so i could not understand what was happening and i was too concerned about that foolish sutra i was continuously thinking about why you were not reciting the sutra and why this attendant was reciting the sutra i was so concerned about the sutra that i missed it but i am grateful that you showed such compassion that you showed your being so demonstrative 
so true so authentic such a beautiful legend depicting the very importance of observation one missed observation and a whole wealth of wisdom is lost the whole meaning of this situation is misunderstood usually people observe to judge but observation is meant for learning and not for judging observation is education it is a beautiful art that can open the doors of wisdom and change the very dynamics of our perspectives towards those whom we have been merely judging but never truly observing observing without evaluating is the highest form of human intelligence observation is a very beautiful thing you simply observe and try to learn from your observation observation is meant for learning and not for judging the moment you observe and start evaluating the very source of observation the very meaning of observation is lost then observation becomes ugly it is no more beautiful no more useful observation is education you observe to learn if you make listening and observation your occupation you will gain much more than you can by talk let there be more and more observation and not judging observe without judging to acquire knowledge one must study but to acquire wisdom one must observe meditate